What up? It's Fresco Trey. I'm in Infinite Vibes. Best podcast in Atlanta. Hey, you ain't tuned in. Tune in right now. We're going all the way up. Let's go. You locked into another edition of Infinite Vibes, the number one podcast in the world. I am Moran, the man. Major shout out to my beautiful, amazing sis, DJ Black. She couldn't make it to this episode because she's in the process of opening up a CBD store. Millions on the way. <laughs> but I'm in the presence of a rising artist representing Memphis, Tennessee. He's out here going crazy. Please introduce yourself to our listeners, my boy. Hey, man. I go by Fresco Trey. From Memphis, Tennessee, Whitehaven to be exact, and I'm just blessed to be here. Man. Yes, Sarsky, Memphis, Tennessee. Tennessee as a state, y'all have been on fire, you know. Yeah. You know, y'all been doing your thing with the music. Mm-hmm. You know, the volunteers, y'all killed Clemson. Yeah. You know, but when y'all when y'all when y'all squared up against UGA, you know, things went how they went. But. Hey man, I, I ain't gonna lie, my man Lua has something to say about that. I ain't really, I, I ain't too much into that, but you're not really into sports. I I mean I played, but I ain't since I stopped playing sports, I ain't really just been into it like that. Mm-hmm. Nah. What you used to play? I used to play basketball. Okay, where what yeah. position? What position? I was like point guard, shooting guard. Mm. Yeah, I just I really just did whatever I needed to do to win for real. Mm. But yeah, I play I play um at a high level. I mean. Well, I didn't go to college, but I could have. I had D1 uh, scholarships offers. But, yeah. But ever since I stopped playing, I just really ain't been in tune with it like I should be. I feel you, big dog. Yeah. I feel you. So, yeah, man, you know, talk to our listeners about your origin because, you know, you're a fresh face to a lot of people. But for what I could tell, you clearly didn't just start doing this yesterday. Yeah. You've been going hard for a while. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I started around, like, 2018, 2019. Uh, like I said, like you said, I've been going hard ever since. Um kind of got my like little climb around like 2020 mm-hmm. um you know i just been trying to stay as as authentic as possible as vulnerable as i can in my music you know that's the type of music i enjoy that's the type of that's the type of message i portray to my fans just you know be yourself stay true stay 100 mm-hmm. and i feel like that has been working for me and um i'm just like i said i'm just happy to be here and i'm just happy to be able to do what i love the way i love doing it and i don't have to like portray anything else so mm-hmm. it's like the biggest thing for me beautiful man yeah. talk to our listeners about the importance of staying organic because we live in such a society where it's easy to fake it you know yeah. what I mean we really do live in a fake it till you make a society so talk to our listeners about the importance of just being you um I feel like man with just being you it just makes everything easier you know um when you start to you know try to fake it till you make it as you say that's when you know every day becomes a stressful day comes mm-hmm. a comes a day of how can I do something to make people believe this? You know what I'm saying? But if you just yourself, then it's just, it's just you can live every day like it's like you do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And people gonna they're gonna love you for it. I tell people all the time, it's it's like eight billion people in this world, I think. It's like eight now. It ten percent is a lot of people. Yeah. So like so so even if ten percent like you for who you are, there's still a lot of people. And, um that's that's kinda like the motto I live by. Obviously I wanna get more amount of people, but you know, I, I truly believe that you know, just just being myself. It's, it's people out there that relate to what I got, what I go through, the story that I, the message that I spread, and um, the, the stuff that I've, I've overcame. People have, you know, what I'm saying, been through the same thing. So as long as I can just continue to do that, you know, what I'm saying, as long as anybody can continue to do that and win, you're doing something right in life. Absolutely, man. Because you know, um, one thing, if I speak. You know, for myself and my taste, you yeah. know, I really like to listen to artists that, you know, when they talk about what they talk about, like you can really feel what they saying. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, listening to your music, you know, I can tell that you really take the time to really craft. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just 
I'm assuming because yeah. I ain't never had no studio yeah. session with you. Exactly. You don't just get in the booth and just start saying shit. Yeah. You know, I you know I used to do that mm-hmm. when I first started. I used to do that, mm-hmm. and then it came to a point. I'm just like, man, it, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than. I mean, I, I got the talent to just go in there, and, you know, spit whatever comes off the top of my head. But I'm at a point now where I want to make it. I want to make what I say, what I feel. I want to make it into it, put it into a way that can't know anybody say it. Mm-hmm. I know anybody just saying it that way. Yeah. And um try to structure it in a way that, you know what I'm saying, hasn't been done. That part. And I feel like that's like that's kinda where kinda where my, my uh my life is headed with, with music just to like just try to continue to just to break barriers and you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, get outside myself, get outside the box. Beautiful so. stuff, man. So um one thing I definitely want to touch on is your style. You know, um at first glance, at first listen, you know, I would not think that you were from Memphis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Memphis just the hip hop culture as a lo- uh, alone is like they're known for a certain sauce, they're known for a certain look, but you're really bringing something different. Yeah. So talk to our listeners about your style, like how how did this come together? Coming from Memphis, yeah. Uh, I guess it's just it came just as a youngin from being a youngin. Like I was always that person that like the trailblaze. It's just like dudes, just like do something different, create some new star, something different. Like whatever was the um, what was like popular thing to do mm-hmm. I wanted to like see if I can make something else popular mm-hmm. and um when it start when I started doing music the first couple of years like nobody really just like gravitated to my stuff just because it was a different sound mm-hmm. and then you know I was just like man you ever heard a song on the radio that you didn't like at first but they keep playing it keep Absolutely. playing it you know what I'm saying then it's like okay that song is subconsciously so, yeah. so that's how that was that was my mental thing I was just like I'm just keep pushing in their face and you know one day they're gonna they're gonna have to like it mm-hmm. and then you know now uh, push come to like, push come to show. A lot of the artists from Memphis reach out to me for like hooks and mm-hmm. like you know stuff like that because it's different now and they want a different sound because everybody is like kind of kind of doing the same thing but you know in their own way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that was just my that's just always been my mental aspect of life. It's yeah. just to be be different, create chaos in a, in a different type of way. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been working for me. Yeah. You know, so I can tell that's what I'm here. trying to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, in recent memory, well, in recent news, mm-hmm. um, Memphis, it seems like it's been a lot of like pain. You know, y'all done lost two of y'all big artists. You know, R.I.P. Big Scar, R.I.P. Gangsta Boo. Mm-hmm. Um, have any of those deaths impacted you in a way? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, for the culture, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, I didn't know either of them personally. Right. You know what I'm saying? I I vibe with that music. I was a big fan of Big Scar's music. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah, I mean, I know people who know him, but I don't know. It was just a sad day, you know what I'm saying? It was a sad day for both for both deaths um, culturally right. because they had a big impact on the music scene. Yeah, that part. R.I.P. to the both. So what made you want to step behind the booth? Well, not behind the booth, in the booth. Yeah. Like, what made you want to do it, man? Man, my sister, um, her name is Ashley Ave. She does music. She started doing music. Like, really, everything I did in life was literally, like, followed behind her. Like, she yeah. started playing basketball, then I started. She started music. I started, so um, she kind of she was having like sessions. This is while I was in high school. She picked me up from school, go straight to a session. I do my homework oh, and I wow. help her out with, with like yeah. her lyrics. And then she kind of just saw something in me yeah. with with the music. And she like within like a week afterwards, she had booked me my own session, and she just kind of like threw me in there and left and was like make a song. Yeah. And then when she came back, I had just made my first song and it was it was alright. It was alright. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I put it out. It did like twenty thousand streams. And I was just like, man, the feeling of me being in the studio was like, bro, I love this feeling. Mm-hmm. Then it just slowly gravitated to where 
I was loving music more than basketball. Like, I was like not wanting to go to practice, not wanting to play in basketball games. I just wanted to make music. Yeah. And that's when I knew. I was like, that's probably what I need to be doing. That part, that part. Do you have any musical inspirations? Like anybody that you listen to to make you say, yo, man, I got to work with this person. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, Post Malone, that's my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Bieber. Yeah, they showed you love too, man. Huh? Yeah, post didn't post show you yeah, some love. Yeah, yeah. yeah what did. was that like? Your favorite artist? Yeah, showing you love. Man. It was crazy because he was my favorite artist before that happened. So mm-hmm. like a lot of like a lot of people think he became my favorite artist after that, mm-hmm. but he was my favorite artist before that happened. Like mm-hmm. I remember, man, my boy Lou. I remember, I think it was 2016, 2017. He had a show in Memphis, mm-hmm. and we was young. We was trying to sneak in, like we was trying to <laughs> jump the fence, and we got yeah. caught. So we had to watch it from like a an apartment uh, balcony, and I think that was the first day that he was like, he became my favorite artist because I seen his live performance. Mm. And it was crazy. It was crazy. And then, um, like a year or two later, I I had met one of his uh, friends he went to high school with. Mm. And I showed him my music. He liked it. He ended up showing it to Post. And Post reached out and was like, bro, I love this song. Wow. Then he invited me to go on tour with him. And it was just like, I don't know. It was like a surreal experience. I ain't gonna lie. It was crazy. Stars definitely aligned for you. You know? What was that tour experience like being with Post? Because here in Atlanta, he had a show here, I want to say 2018, when he was on tour with 21 Savage. Mm. The resale value for those tickets was like 500. Mm. Like people were going crazy to get a ticket to see Post. I was actually at that show. Mm. At that show. That was like the second show I went to. That was the first show I went to when I met him. Mm. I went. And, um, yeah, I was actually here. I know they went. Like, he I went to Oxbox before and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That was it. Was that was crazy. Um, but been on tour with him is just. It was like, to me, it was motivation. It was like a really like a learning a learning curve for me. Yeah. Uh, just seeing how how the tour life was and just seeing like, the thing that stood out to me, um, about him was. No matter what it was, no matter how he was, like how he was feeling in his personal life, like mm-hmm. I was knowing like stuff that was going on in his personal life because I was there with him. No matter what it was, his fans would never get that from him. Mm-hmm. Like every every fan he encountered was love. Like he he made he made everybody feel like they've been knowing him forever. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, like I took that with me. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like how now like any of my fans I meet. You know what I'm saying? I try to like get them that. You know what I'm saying? That. That, that luxury of having that, you know what I'm saying, that real conversation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, a conversation with me could, like, I don't know, it could save them from doing something bad to themselves. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I never know, you know? But so I just try to get everybody that, that, that time of day and just, like, you know, sit and talk to them, see how their day going, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, see how they feeling. Because I seen him do that. And I, like, and I seen that they really did something to a lot of his fans when he did that. And I was like, man, it's crazy to have that, you know what I'm saying, that sanity yeah. and that humility. Yeah, yeah so. it's important too because um, I've never met Post Malone, but a handful of people in this industry that I know have, and they all say like funny story. Well, I won't say it's funny, but a crazy story I was told about Post. Um, he came, this is when White Iverson was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, came up, did an interview, shook everybody's hand, kiss everybody, kiss every baby. <laughs> now look, yeah. you know when he get another song, all the DJs gonna support you because mm-hmm. you did everything right yeah, the first yeah. time around. So exactly, that's definitely important. Yeah, it was some other like another thing he had did. I think it was like. Before he dropped Congratulations, he had a lot of shows booked for like a low price. Mm. And when Congratulations went crazy, he could have easily like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, nah, I don't know, I want more money. Yeah, yeah. He like did all the shows for the same price and like they kind of just like skyrocketed him. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. He got it. You know what I'm saying? That's like kind of my, he's definitely my motivation with this music. She's just like, I don't know, just 
the the route he took and just like like I said the humility and everything like mm-hmm. big ups to him for sure. That part, that part, that part. Now I do want to touch on this because you said Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah. Justin, <laughs> Justin Bieber, Bieber, one of your favorite artists. I think he hard. Yeah, yeah he hard. Yeah. Bieber, we we about to play Bieber like that. He hard. Yeah, yeah. He nah, hard. nah. Bieber, he he for sure one of them. Yeah. He one of them for sure. Like I like so I like to sing, but I can't sing for real, and I really don't. I never been to like a vocal coach, mm. so I just listen to like like Justin Bieber, Sam Smith, like Hozier, like people like that. I listen to, and I just sing along. And that's how I, I kind of like learned how to sing a little bit. Yeah. So that's why he became like became my favorite artist. Like I was just like listen to his music and try to sing with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Try to hit the notes he hit. You know what I'm saying? That kind of helped me. So that's kind of like how he became my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. So beautiful stuff, man. So you know what? Like, what is the overall goal for you, man? Like, what do you want to do before it's all said and done, my guy? Man, I just want to leave a mark. Mm-hmm. No, I want to leave a mark. Um, one of my biggest inspirations is uh, Tupac. It's, yeah. the, it's like one of my biggest life inspirations. And, you know, um, he, he said in an interview that kind of like stuck with me is that, you know, I might not be able to change the world, but I'll be able to spark the flame that does. That part. And that kind of stuck with me because it's just like, you know, I can only control what I can control in this life. You know what I'm saying? When I try to control stuff that's out of my control, that's when I go insane. So, like, if I can control my actions, if I can control what I feed into the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I done, I, I've done my part, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because that can that could, that could lead a whole generation to something special. You, know? mm-hmm. you never know. So that's kind of my my thing with this with this music thing is just to leave a mark, leave a, leave a good impression, leave a leave a long-lasting message that can resonate with a lot of people even when I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Centuries after I'm gone, decades after I'm gone. Yeah. So that's kind of my, my, my whole thing with music, for real. Mm-hmm. Nah, beautiful stuff, man. For what I can tell, you definitely on your way to doing some major things, man. So, in closing, one thing we always like to, well, one thing I like to just encourage my guests to do mm-hmm. is to just provide, you know, just positive words of affirmation. So, you know, get some gain to somebody. Like, what are some advice that you provide to anybody trying to get like you, King? Like, they trying to, they trying to go up, they trying to get these records, they trying to go on tour with Post Malone, they trying to get signed. Yeah. Talk to them, King. I mean, I, I just feel like. You just gotta stay yourself, man. Stay a hundred percent yourself. Go go hard whatever you do. Don't have fast or nothing. If you get into it, do it. You know what I'm saying? And I would say keep good energy around you. Keep good company. Be humble. Um, and then just you know shoot for the stars. There's no ceiling. I don't care who tell you it is or what they say you can't do. It. The first astronaut didn't think it was possible. Like mm. it's no ceiling. Just just whatever you got. As long as you believe in here, it's the strongest. The strongest thing you got. You believe it in there, you can, you can make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A little hard work, or be still easy and get it done. Big words, man. Big words from a up-and-coming big artist, man. You know, I feel like I'm glad you came to see me before the price go up. You know I'm, what I'm glad saying? you had me. I'm glad you had me, for sure. That mean a lot to me, for sure. Absolutely, man. man. Please give our listeners your social media. Let them know how they can get in contact with y'all. And then song, man. I go by Fresco Trey everywhere. F-R-E-S-C-O-T-R-E-Y. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. You look for me yet? That's where I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Make sure I support his music, all that, and then some. Frisco Trey is on his way. Thank you for pulling out the Infinite Vibes. Make sure y'all tap in with him. Hey, and follow us on the ground too at Infinite Vibes Show. That's Infinite Vibes Show. I'm Moran, the man.